cliffcentral.com. It's time to welcome back Dr. Hanan. How's it, Dr. Hanan? How are you? Happy Monday. Hey, guys. Happy hey. Monday to you, too. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. So, um, you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was, uh, it was great. Relaxing, uh, working, you know, doing good stuff. Nice. Yeah, I think everybody loves a weekend. We just wish they were longer. We've, Dr. Hanan, yeah, we've, got a, we've got a petition government. You're a, you're a psychologist, so we can definitely speak to government and try and get them to, you know, ease the, 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 the pressure on so many people. Maybe make a four-day week, and then we can have all the unemployed people pick up the slack on that final, the fifth day. So that the rest of us yeah. can do a four-day week. I wouldn't be opposed to the idea. If we can do, if oh, we can be yeah. more productive in a shorter space of time, we could probably do it, right? As a matter of fact, I'm sure there's research, research out there that uh, indicates that you can be more productive uh, in a four-day week. Mm. You know, what, what I love about Google the most is that you can really find anything. If you want to know why chocolate is good for weight loss, <laughs> just type it on Google. Yeah. You'll get an article that published research <laughs> yeah. on why chocolate is good for weight loss. You know, and it'll, it'll support whatever position you already took. Absolutely. <laughs> funny, funny that. It's amazing how that works, huh? Isn't it great? All right. Well, it is also time this morning for us to um, reconvene with an old friend and someone who's been part of the Cliff Central family for a very long time. His name is Dave Levinson. Here he is. Hello, Dave. How you, dude? There I am. How are you? Nice to see you. It's good to see all five of you as well. You look, uh, <laughs> you look like a silver fox. Uh, the hair is the, the the hair is just a little bit grayer than it was the last time I saw you. But you're looking good, dude. What's happens. happening? Thank you. You guys looking good too. I, I'm, I've got some some interesting news for you. That there's an advert for Escort's Russian sausages <laughs> with uh, Kells coconut Kells. Yes. On the on the, on the interweb. Oh yes, and yeah, yeah. The person <laughs> she's talking to is is um, supposed to be Vladimir Putin. All oh, right. But I, I'm the guy in the ad because of the back of my head is bald and I look like Vladimir Putin from the back. Oh, wow. You look like Vladimir oh, Putin wow. from the back. You do look like Vladimir Putin from the back. In fact, why don't we just do the rest of this conversation with you looking towards the back and then and then people will think we've actually got Vlad- – I'll just change the name under you to Vladimir Putin and no one will be any the wiser, right? I mean, why not? If you turn around, you get more you get more people watching your show. Thanks so much. Yeah. All right. Here he is, everybody. Here's Vladimir Putin. Turn around. Turn around quickly. Yeah, turn around. Turn around. And then real just quick. go. And just sound like you're speaking backwards. Gareth, you forgot a vowel, but it doesn't matter. It's Russian. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There are no vowels in Russian. Vowels will get you. All right. So, so, Dave, listen, it's always good to see you, dude. And I haven't seen you for a little while. Obviously, the last two years, and we were talking to Weza about this earlier, the last two years in the entertainment business, especially stand-up comedy, which is what you do, has been bloody awful. I mean, we have seen you in, in the, uh, a couple of TV ads, actually. And that's, I mean, that's great. But... You say you haven't had a yeah, uh, you, you haven't had a great two years. So tell us what you've been up to, and then we can uh, we can well, hear your story, and, and Dr. Hanan can help you and so many other people who who've gone through the same thing unpack it. Exactly. When Dory phoned me and said, "Do you want to speak to Gareth?" It was about three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. I said, "No, no, 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 not not yet. I don't really have I don't have my shit together." Okay. So mm. recently, she said, "How are things going?" I said, "A little bit better." So let's let's chat because I'd hate to just go, "Hey." Dr. Nan, everything's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> said to, sure. You have to get in a, in a queue for everyone that's having a hard sure. time. So I said, let me find some sort of solution, and then we can have a, like a positive chat about stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's, the last three months have just been a little bit better than the last two years, let's say. 
Let's just, I mean, every, every, was every it all? Artist, I, don't, I don't think people understood what happened. Like if you're, if you're an actress or a TV actress or seven to I don't care, or a stage actress, yeah. you're not in front of the camera or on stage doing your thing. You're not earning money. And they say that comedians are smart people and whatever, but obviously financially we're not that fit. Well, I mean, listen, financially, I think a lot of people have been suffering, so it's not just you. But tell us about what you've been through, because, I mean, I'm just looking at all of this in the context of, you know, Ricky Rick, who who committed suicide just a, a week and a bit ago. We had, um, not so long ago, a spate of these suicides in the entertainment industry. And we hear about people who have been very successful and people who have been, you know, the kind of people who we've all looked up to and we've thought, oh, they're, they're okay. They've, they've definitely got their shit yeah. together. Um, tell us what you went through so that we can just get a context for what you mean. I think that's, that's exactly what, you, what, you, what happened. There's a lot of people think that you must have had a plan for this and, wow, you, you look, you, you're rich, you're Jewish. <laughs> oh, right. Is that what they say? Uh, and, I, and I'm not Jewish or rich. <laughs> um, <laughs> The, the thing is, so on the 17th of March, 2020, I had a gig that, that night. It was uh, St. Patrick's Day, yeah. and I was off to a golf club to do my golf day stuff that I do. That's how I earn some money, by emceeing and, and mm -hmm. doing awards evenings. And that was, say, like a 20,000 rand gig on that night was lost. And the next three nights, I had gigs planned as well, and they all just started saying, sorry, 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 because lockdown. Mm. So I just sat in my hammock there, and luckily, I think a sense of humor gets you through. Right. You know, I, I feel terrible for someone like Ricky Ricky to not have had said anything to anyone um you should be able to notice it but you can't because people um, i know with my mom having depression issues you just don't know what's happening in their head they, yeah. keep, they, they look happy they look like they got this shit together like you said um and then so the next few months i kind of went okay maybe this isn't going to last for that long then i realized no no this is this is long so maybe you've got a month or two salaries stored if you if you're smart yeah i i wasn't smart <laughs> I had a double, a two-bedroom hammock, and that's where I sat drinking beer for three weeks. <laughs> um, and then I realized, shit, I need to do some stuff. So luckily I had uh, friends and family who said, listen, you're not working, you're not doing comedy, do you want to do some online stuff? So I said, I, I don't have money for Wi-Fi. I don't mm -hmm. have, everything's gone. Like the, the, the weird thing is I was blacklisted by a, a tracking company that tracks your car. I won't say who it is, but they track your car. <laughs> That's unbelievable. And they wanted to blacklist me for 88 rand a month. And I said, okay, track my car because I can see it there in the garage. No <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> need to track it, but I can really see it. So over there, it still says I can't drive it anyway. Assholes. Then I realized I have to hide it, not from, from them. I have to hide it from Westbank as well because they also phoned and they said, can we come and fetch your car? I said, well, you're going to have to find it. It's hidden away. Because oh, they take it to a lot and then they, they sell it to a, a auction for 60 yeah. grand and then you still owe them the 120 so you still owe Westbank 60 it's just a mess and they don't oh, care so Santa Bank take your house their phone and say we're auctioning the house uh, next week I'm like it's locked down I can't pay I can't pay for it and then they say when do you think you can pay for it <laughs> so then yeah. you're like well I, yeah. I try not to think about it <laughs> dude this is the I mean there's, we, there's no there's no empathy I think for these for these mm -hmm. people they're just it's, it's a call center or a person working there and they've just got a list of names of people and now I've been handed over to lawyers, but that's also fine. Um, luckily, I do have a sense of humor. So they phone about eight different agencies a day. So I chat to, when do you think you can pay? Dude. <laughs> that's my, when do you oh. think we can expect payment? So I say, well, don't expect it because you're just going to be let down and 
going to be depressed. All right, but you, but you are, I mean, like you're the kind of guy who you, you always joke about stuff and you, you pretend it's okay, but I know that this, this must have been bloody awful to go through and you're continuing to go through it. And you're not the well, only one. Luckily, I've got, I've, got a good, I've got a good group of people around me. So family, yeah. um, friends. So it's not just about money. Although, I mean, Martin Evans, a comedian, he sent me money during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, friends of mine didn't even ask. They just said, what's your bank account number? Let's, wow, let's get you some that's stuff. Amazing. Those, are, those are the good friends. And then my mom, who's a pensioner, she sent me money every month just to, oh, I mean, I think man. she might not have known that I was sleeping in my car for a little bit. You know that Volkswagen that your friend couldn't start the other day? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you just said you have good friends and you know that it's not forever because I, I, you remember 2009? Sure. The, the credit crunch hit South Africa and hit comedians as well because companies would, would stop uh, the entertainment budget and they would stop their conference budget. So that's the first thing that stopped. So 2009, it's the exact same thing happened to me. Where I, was, I was just, I had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm used to this. So let's, let's get it over with. Um, and keep your wits about you and just know it's not forever. All right. That's the thing. It, is, it isn't forever. And um, I've been through tough times as well. And it takes family and friends to say, but Leanne, don't you remember 10 years ago, you were helping me out, you know? Exactly. So we, I don't you know gave you me a roof from. over my head. Exactly. And you got that strength from somewhere, from your upbringing or somewhere along the line, you just knew that these things are not permanent. Um, yeah. I'm selling um, CBD coffee at markets, <laughs> and some people will walk past and go, aren't you that famous guy? I'm like, well, you don't get a famous check every month. <laughs> a check for being famous. Yeah. Yeah. You, were, you, were doing, you yeah. did some famous work this week. Here's a check for you. Yeah. So I was selling the coffee, and then um, I recently started working at a, an estate agency here in, in Kyle Army, where I live. So that's been crazy because they do training every hour. And it's been it's been incredible just to see people doing stuff and working and, and working in business. It's been it's been like an like a platform for going. Hang on a minute. All right. Things well, let's right. let's Dr. bring Rock. let's bring Dr. Hanan in here because I think maybe his advice is val- valuable to a lot of people who've been through similar situations. Do you want you want to just pick it up? I mean, financial strain is obviously a big one, but you know, Dave spoke about friends and family. Uh, Dr. Hanan, where do you where do you start to unpack these things? You know, um, during the pandemic, when people were struggling, uh, I heard so many people judge on the sidelines that well, you sh- they should have been prepared for it. They should have had a contingency plan, but. How do you have a contingency plan for a pandemic or for really a, an, an event that you could not predict? Life is unpredictable. Uh, but I always say when somebody goes through a rough time, there's always kind of the four horsemen of, of um, getting out of it, let's call it. And uh, you mentioned, Dave, a couple of them. And I just want to highlight these four things that are non-negotiable when anybody's going through a hard time. The first one is you got to have a system, a blueprint, a game plan, a formula, a schedule, whatever you want to call it, to get out of this position. You know, in the, you know, in the newspaper at the back, they would give you like a, a chess problem, and you're in the middle of a chess game and say, "What's your next move for a checkmate?" or "What's your next move for whatever?" And almost life, kind of, you wake up the next morning and this is your chessboard, and you got to come up with a formula to get the checkmate. And without a formula, winging life is just too difficult. Mm. You cannot wing it. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody's smart enough to wing life. You know, we can wing life when life is a 
two by two Rubik's cube. That's you, that's when you can win it. When but when life becomes a three by three or a four by four or a ten by ten, nobody's smart enough to win life. And if you are the type of person that's kind of a last minute dot com, that's fine. If you want to have a two by two life, that's okay. But the moment life becomes more robust and complicated and complex, you can't wing it. You've got to find a system. You've got to find a blueprint. You've got to find a game plan, a formula to getting to the next move. And a lot of people will say, well, where do I get it? I don't know what the game plan is. Well, that's when it comes to the second part. You've got to lean on other people. So just to give you an analogy, if I don't know how to lose weight, because I just don't know. Well, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel myself. I'm going to lean on somebody that has the know-how on how to do it. If I want to get fitter, well, if I want to become a better runner and I don't know the formula, well, that's okay. I will lean on a professional that will give me the formula. I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Somebody's out there that has been there, done that, got the T-shirt, knows the formula, can help you with the formula. So my number one advice is create a system. Don't wing it. If you wing it, you're going to rely on what you call emotional memory. You're going to rely on old patterns. Well, perhaps it's some of the old patterns that have got you this way, and there's no blame. Of course, it's a pandemic that's a major part of it, but you've got to rely on a different formula that gets you a different outcome. Mm. Then number two, the social connection. Not only to calibrate you, you know, because we get calibrated through people. That's where you can have a conversation with somebody, you're in the worst mood, and five minutes later, you feel kind of okay. You feel kind of, hey, like I'm being supported. Being alone is the worst, one of the worst feelings in the world. Thinking that you're doing something by yourself is one of the worst feelings in the world. Don't do it. Rely on people that can relate. And people say, well, I only have one friend. Well, good, good on you. Mm. Good for you. If you have that one friend that you can lean on, somebody that will make you feel or semi-calibrate you, well, good for you. Number three Always know, always, always know that everything is going to be okay, period. Everything is going to be okay. You've got to live with hope. You know, Dave, I want to share with you a, a quick research. I don't think I've ever shared this on the show, but um, in 1950, this guy by the name of Richter did this most incredible piece of research. He took domesticated rats and he put them in a bucket of water and he wanted to see how long they'd survive for. So the rat could not get out, but you could see in camera, they went down, came back up, went down, came back up, and they all drowned within 15 minutes. They couldn't last more than 15 minutes. He repeated this experiment, and he took the same domesticated rats, and he put them in the bucket of water. But this time, at the 15-minute mark, he saved them. He picked them up, dried them off, and then he put them back in the bucket of water to see how long they'd last this time. And this he lost time, his funding. <laughs> well, in 1950, it was still very appropriate. Well, today we'd look at that and go, that's quite cruel. But listen to this. The first set of rats lasted 15 minutes. The second set of rats, the one that he put back, lasted almost, almost three days, 60 hours, 240 times longer. Why? Because he instilled hope. The second set of rats knew that they were going to be saved. The moment you let go of hope, you are done. Your body can take on a ton load of stress. You know, when people say to me, oh, I'm burnt out, I tell them, you probably at, you still have 95% capacity left. But when this goes, it's game over. And Dave, I'm sure you've been there where you've lost hope because we've always been there and how difficult it is to pick you up once this goes. 
once your body once your body's tired your body can continue for 60 hours but when the head goes when you've lost hope there's no continuing and the fourth thing that i want to mention today that is so important which you've mentioned and you're quite right you've got to have a sense of humor while you're doing it you can't marry the moment you cannot marry the moment because the moment is not the future and the one thing that allows us to transcend the moment is yeah. humor there's no question there's something you know this better than anyone else dave humor just transcends your will you know when you're having a good laugh when you're connecting to somebody and and laughing about something that's really funny you're no longer in the moment you're no longer in this present moment on earth you're somewhere on another planet and to have a sense of humor and be philosophical about the moment is paramount is incredibly important while going through this so these are the four things that you should keep in mind if you're going through through a tough time i i love it this this is such useful advice and there're lots wow, of people wow, wow. i mean marco says this is brilliant brilliant advice and uh congo chris says what hanan said is just so true even people feel even if people feel unsafe or unsure they revert back to a period of their life that they last felt safe or stable you often see people going through it after serious breakups and hope is key right that's so important so anybody sure. i mean cuz dave we you know i i i kind of i have it in the back of my mind that because of your sense of humor you'll always be all right and you've you've got the kind of brain that i mean you've made beer you've you you tell me now you're selling like cbd oil you're an estate agent you're a comedian you're all of these things we also are built for survival you know and humans are hugely mm. resilient isn't that right dr hanan absolutely but you've got to know that it's going to work out fine you can never ever ever lose hope you've got to know that even if it's not fine now it's not the end you know what's what's the saying it's uh if it's not uh, i can't even think um i don't know if you remember the saying it's uh, if it's not okay it's not the end or uh, i don't remember it but anyway the point is that it's if things are not okay now it's not the end of the story you've right. got to know that in a step down the line or two steps down the line everything works out to be perfectly as it should and by the way i need to say something about, about it's going to be okay it's going to be okay doesn't mean it's going to turn out the way you want it to mm-hmm. but it's going to turn out to be okay nonetheless right because how we want it to turn out doesn't mean that that's how it should how we paint the picture down the line doesn't mean that that's how it should turn out but it's going to be okay means it's going to work out at the end of the day mm. so the well, other thing is to know that other people are going through something as well they might be hiding mm. it well so all the comedians that get these phone calls they say they avoid them they see the number it's withheld or it's a 0101 number that's the bank always answer that phone it gives you someone to talk to and you make yeah. these all sense of people laugh their asses off and they forget why they phoned you but always answer the phone cuz yeah obviously they can there is a thing called a subscribe debt you don't have to if you don't get hold of someone for 3 years it becomes a a, a debt that they can't uh, recover but mm-hmm. then you are also blacklisted then you can't get a cell phone you can't get petrol but answer the phone talk to them Be nice. They're not they're just doing yeah. their job. They don't know your I've, situation. I've noticed I've noticed through doing that because I've been in the same position. Um is that you, your voice. you you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you, you actually you, you end up making you end up realizing that they're human beings too. And and you do find that empathy sometimes. Mm. You know, there's sometimes that I'll 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 just sigh and say I I I I can't tell you when I'm going to be 
when I can pay that. When they I'm can paid, actually hear, they can hear that. the sound of, of the marmite on the toast. They know times are hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you'll there's find no that they're so, they're so appreciative of you being honest. And they're like, no, don't worry, we'll make a plan. Um, I'm not going to put this to legal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, but it's it's about not hiding. Don't hide. You can confront Mm. it. By hiding, all you're doing is kicking the can down the road, and you think it's going to still remain a can down the road, but it turns into a barrel. Mm. Don't Mm. hide. Confront it. Yeah. Listen, Dave, we got to we got to get you on to uh, come and, and join us one morning and just uh, kick the can around because that's kind of I have what. To get up at six o'clock again. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. We'll make you do it. <laughs> mad. Come on. You're resilient, Dave. Come you on. can do it. I need, Let's a, do it. I need a psychologist now. Yeah, this is what you got. You. What do you mean? We just gave you a free session. You, you greedy son of a bitch. We're not even going to charge you for this. <laughs> that's my time. I got to go now. <laughs> All right, Doctor Hanan, <laughs> press stop on your clock, right, and we, we don't have to charge Dave Done. this morning. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Dr. Hanan Bushkin every Monday and Dave Levinson will have you back soon, my friend. Nice to see you. Thanks. Cliffcentral.com.